Blog Talk Radio. Good morning and welcome to Brown Skin Speaks Radio. I am your host today, Wednesday, February 16th, and I go by the name Brown Skin. Today's episode is Laughing Out Loud, Black, Feminine, and Funny, Spotlighting Black Women in Comedy. My first guest goes by the name Amina Imani. Having received her degree in communication with a radio concentration from Howard University, she's been doing comedy since 2009. She moved to New York to continue her pursuit and is now attending a comedy program at the American Comedy Institute. Her full-time job has allowed her the opportunity to achieve her dreams. I welcome Amina. Hey, lady. Hey, thank you. Good morning. Good morning. Um, My next guest and I are no strangers. Having worked with her at a radio station in Boston, Kelly B, or Kate Brax is what I like to call her, has always had her way with the microphone. Also studying radio in college, she believes both comedy and radio correlated on many levels for her. Currently living in L.A. and working part-time in radio, Kelly B still finds ways to make people laugh in her pursuit to become a professional radio host and comic. I welcome Kelly B. Brizzy. How you doing? How you doing? I, I'm doing well. Um, make sure you join in on the discussion at three four seven two zero two zero five nine one. I welcome my guests again, Kelly B and Amina. How are you, ladies, doing this morning? I'm doing oh, no. good. It's beautiful here in New York. Okay. Yes, and I know you're in L.A., sunny L.A. Kelly, jealous, so jealous right there. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Um, you call, like it has not rained in Los Angeles in at least two and a half weeks, but today. It looks like it looks like the sky is opening up. It's crazy out there. It's, it's gross today. We, it's, do, you take the one. Today. Do we do we need to do we need to um do we need to cue Raphael Sadiq's song? Uh, it never rains. <laughs> Think about that every time it rains. So I feel the We do. <laughs> um, well, I'm excited to have both of you all on here. Um, you know, you all are both you know, obviously funding your dreams um, to become professional comedians. Um, you know, starting with, with, with Amina, when when do you find time to do comedy? Um, well, I just feel like, you know, being a comedian, comedy is 24 hours. Um, I know a lot of comedians would definitely agree because you always have to be observant and um, anything that you do or go through can, you know, be like a premise or something that you could talk about and um, even, you know, go beyond your imagination and make it funny. But um, I came here to New York specifically for that. So anytime is time for comedy, and that's just how I roll. Like, um, even when I'm, you know, at work here um, in New York, I'm still trying to find time to, you know, maybe jot down some ideas or expand on it or um, something that I wrote down the day before. Let me try to go back and look at it and go from there. But um, as far as doing shows, uh, you like that's New York is the place to grow. Like I know a lot of people um, say New York is like the best place to do comedy because it's at any time and every time of the day, which is pretty much true. Like I'm not sure if there's a show going on right now, but <laughs> but when I get off work or if I get off class, even if it's late, like 12 midnight, you can find a show to do and get some stage time. It's like a lot of comedy clubs here. Um, that you can go do open mics um, or even get booked, you know. And um, I feel like when I first moved here, it was um, it wasn't difficult. It wasn't that difficult to you know um, to get stage time. 
specifically because you have a lot of people out there who, you know, embrace amateurs, but also then um, are looking for new talent. So all you have to do is ask not. You know, I mean, all you have to do is ask, and that's pretty much what I've been going through. Like a lot of times I might be a little intimidated because I don't know someone or I don't know how to approach them, but the worst they can say is really no. So sometimes okay. I'm on the Internet just looking up shows to see, you know, what will fit in my schedule just because I, I want to do a certain amount of shows a week. And um, I'll just show up to the show, and I'm like, hey, uh, my name's Amina. This time long I've been doing comedy. Can I get five minutes, seven minutes, or whatever you would, you know, do a, a guest spot. That's what you would call it, a guest spot at a show. You're not necessarily booked, and you're not getting paid, but it's a spot that they allot to people who come and ask for time. Okay. Now, so with with her living in New York, Kelly, you know, she says New York is the place, you know, where she can get into the comedy circuit. Do you, with you living in L.A., what 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 is that circuit like? What is that environment like um, maybe compared to, you know, New York? Um, and that's funny. Uh, New York seems way nicer, um, <laughs> which I don't think people say too often. Um, but here in L.A., uh, there's a lot of lines. There's a lot of people trying to be in comedy in Los Angeles. And, oh, wow. um, yeah, there's, I mean, there, a lot of people are trying to perform. Like, even if you go to, um, you know, um, any, any job interview, you know, you're in, you're in the waiting room with actors and other radio people and mostly actors. Um, <laughs> and so, um, there's, there's a lot of people trying to get heard in Los Angeles. Um, and right now I'm working, I'm working very late at night and very early in the morning. Um, which is not not so conducive for uh, going to shows. Uh, usually by the time I get out, there are certainly, like, open mics still open around midnight when I get out, but the line is always crazy by that time. That it's usually okay. unlikely. I feel like uh, maybe once or twice I've gotten in, like, you know, like stood in the line and, like, gotten in uh, to comedy shows, especially on weekends, um, because it's um, – a lot of times you'll get your five minutes, but, I mean, like, it's really a crapshoot. Um, but I definitely, I'm always writing, always, always writing. I'm, at this radio station, I think I find, like, a lot of my inspiration. Um, I guess because I also came out here uh, almost specifically for comedy, uh, I definitely, like, any any time is writing time. And um, uh, any joke that I've written, like, gets revised, you know, um, the max number of times to make it, the ample funny, um, so it's it's definitely it's definitely an ongoing every day all the time thing. If I have a, a pen or paper, if I have my phone on me, I'm writing something down. Um, that's well, just I mean, like, like that's kind of how it's been now. Yeah, so it sounds like you all. <clears throat> I mean, to to be a professional, you know, comic, it sounds like you all have to constantly think about things every single minute, hour of the day. You know, with with because you just never know when 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 things are going to come. And 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 to segue into my next question was, where did you all where do you all get your inspiration from? Um, with you all constantly being exposed to so many different things, because I'm assuming you all look at things in a different way now um, than than you probably did before you wanted to pursue comedy, right? Definitely. Yeah. Um, so like, what, sorry, what you Yeah. Where where do you get your inspiration from? I'm curious. Um, I get my inspiration from um, my life. So I just feel like, like in my story itself, like um, I was born to a Panamanian mother um, in Providence, Rhode Island, raised in Atlanta, so I'm like a southern belle, and I went to college in D.C. 
Um, I have a twin sister. We're the youngest of seven. Um, so, like, that in a nutshell is something to feed off of and, you know, you know, flame a bit uh, for your set. Um, also, like, where I work, and then also being a recent graduate, that's something that a lot of people can relate to. And even if you look on, like, my YouTube clips, I talk about that. Um, just, you know, trying to find a job, uh, trying to find your place in life, um, your fears, aspirations, that kind of thing. And just, like, some, most of the time I talk about insecurities, you know, um, challenges that I feel like, <laughs> you know, I face on a day-to-day. Um, and then I also get inspiration from watching other comics and going to other shows. Like, um, like I know for me it's always very inspiring to see, um, especially, like, a female comedian um, with an accent. I talk about that, too. Um, you know, do, like, 45 minutes confidently on stage. You know, that's, that's, that's like, the... Um, that's like something you want to, you know, you want to grow to become. Like that's what it's all about. Like you know, now we're doing like, well, I I'm, I did 20 minutes the other day, which was like a, 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 a what do you call it? like a strike of comedy. But um, yeah. like eventually, that's where I want to go with it. And I know the more and more I do it, that's what, that's where I'm gonna eventually be. So that right there is inspiration too. And and Kate Brizzy, I know you know. Um, I mean, just from, from, from your background, I, I was kind of laughing at some of the stuff that you got your inspiration from. I, and you had mentioned something about Disneyland, and I was like, what happened at Disneyland? Oh, yeah, that was so funny. <laughs> Disney, Disney's crazy. Um, I definitely pull a lot of my inspiration from just, like, the things I go through. I had no idea how hard it was to just, like, uproot my life and move to Los Angeles. But um, in in that struggle, trust that I made some jokes. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, believe it, I believe it. I guess uh, very recently I went to Disneyland and uh, we got lost. Like as soon as you got, as soon as we got to Anaheim, um, and it was it was a situation. Uh, we didn't know where to go. There was a lot of like Mickey Mouse heads, like just on the street posts. Like all of Anaheim is pretty much Disneyland. They don't want, they don't let you know that when you get there, but like tr- it's like a secret like service of of people and like roots and just a whole world of Disney. So we get to Anaheim and we have no idea where we're going. So we stop because um, someone's got a little vest, a little Disney vest, and they put a sign on our car. We have no idea what sign they put on our car. Uh, they put a sign on our car, and every single person that we ran into knew exactly where we should go. Like, I felt like it was strangers, like homeless people, cats, dogs. People were just pointing us to the right direction. Like, at Disney, they don't give you a chance to think. We pulled into the parking lot eventually <laughs> after being directed by, you know, random strangers. I really felt like it was random. And uh, the dude, like, uh, you know, he directs us forward and he's motioning towards us. And uh, all of a sudden, like, you know, another dude pops up and he's telling us to turn. And, like, I felt like I wasn't even driving the car, dude. Like, they did it all for me. As soon as we got out of the car, they, they ushered us over to the bus, put us on the bus. Family dropped their pacifier outside of the bus. The bus driver had already pulled away. They mentioned it. The dude backed around. Just doubled back, was like, jumped out the car, like, what color was it? And I was like, are you, like, this is a place for families. Like, (laughs) Disney doesn't joke around. Disney, they don't just, they want you to have the best experience possible. And then I got to see the World of Color, which is a new uh, light show at Disney. And, I mean, like, it was really, like, it was the happiest day of my life. The next day sucked only because in comparison to Disney Day, 
there was nothing. There was there was nothing. Disney was um Disney was amazing. You know what I mean? And uh, I definitely like I t- I talk about Disney all the time now. Just just to get comfortable telling my story. Um, yeah. And like that's that's a lot of a lot of my comedy. It's you know it's very colloquial. It's very it's storyteller. It's you know I'm just gonna, I'm gonna let you know what happened and um, I'm gonna I'm gonna you know twist it. I'm gonna make it a little funnier. I often use my other my friends' stories. My friends go through some crazy. LA is crazy. <laughs> I didn't know LA was crazy, but like the things you see out here, you don't see anywhere else in the world. Um, and not I've been everywhere else in the world, but I've been a lot of places, and you didn't you didn't see them there at least. So um, it's just you know it's it's the day to day. I definitely I I pull from my grandma, um, who I think is a, she was a G. She was like yeah, the my grandma too. Just you know, just this lady, like you know, she's from Georgia. She she read by candlelight. You know what I mean? Like, but she went to college. Um, like it was it was a hustle, and like I I definitely pull from her. Like the things she did, you know, when she was around, just you can't stop them. Like this lady got in a fight with a nineteen year old in the grocery store over some peanut like your butter. Like, this is your grandma. Things happen. Things happen. No, the funny thing that you said, and I think Amina and I could both attest to this. You said you lived, you know, you living in LA. There's just certain nuances about LA that you just won't see anywhere else. And I feel that way about New York every single day. Yeah. I'm just like only in New every York, day. only in New York, only in New York. Um, <laughs> every day. I was just on the bus coming into the city, and this yeah. lady literally was screaming out, yelling for the entire 20 minute bus ride that I was on. Just yelling, just talking about life. Like, I don't even know if she even had a, like, sometimes they have a purpose where they want to get the word out so they talk about Jesus. No, she was just chilling, talking like she was on the phone, but it was like a monologue to herself, and I'm just like, only in New York. This is every day. Like, you got pole dancers on the train, magicians oh, pulling man. out rants. Oh, my God. It's, it's, like, it's that in itself is a story, so. <laughs> I agree. Now, who are... Who are some of the comedians? Because I, I was watching, <clears throat> I don't really watch the Monique show, um, but I was watching, Martin Lawrence is one of my favorites. And I thought about both of you and, all, and I was like, oh, I can't wait to talk to them. And, uh, I mean, you know, she had him go through all his characters, from Shanae to Jerome and Rao, like to everybody. And, uh, you know, I, as far as him being a comedian and being an actor, who are some of the people that you all look up to uh, as, as far as comedians? Hmm. Uh, Tony, you can go ahead. That's a great question. Um, uh, I, I look up to a lot of people, um, I guess, because I do a lot of different types of comedy um, in that uh, I, I pull from a lot of different experiences. I try to get a little physical. Um, I love Ellen DeGeneres. She's maybe one of my favorite comics ever. She, she, I guess, showed me that you could, like, talk about the most normal day and, like, make people, like, you know, bust their, like, pants laughing. Uh I, I love Cat Williams. Cat Williams says things says says things like no one else can say them or will say the same thing and make it better. Um, his energy is crazy. I love Samore. She's one of like uh she was one of the first black lady comics that I ever I guess really got into. I love I love her adult content. I love that she's not afraid to say whatever she thinks, feels right. I like her too, yeah. Um, I you know, I always respected Monique being a big girl. Um, 
<laughs> love. I mean, like, uh, my comedy's a, a little interesting because because uh, I'm because I'm gay. That's that's a lot of why. And uh, I'm, I feel like I'm obviously you, gay. You like Wanda? What? Wanda. Wanda. Our our Wanda. Yeah, Wanda Sykes. Oh. Um. Oh, yeah, kind of. Kind of. <laughs> that was kind of. <laughs> Do you? Um, I, mean, I haven't really heard much of Wanda's stuff. Um. But uh, you you have an eclectic mix of people. Um, Kelly. Really yeah, I mean, like, I mean, like that's the thing, though. Like, I love comedy. Um, I love watching comics. Um, I feel like I can learn. I can learn something from just about every comic I see, even if they, if, even if they suck. You know, I know not to do that. <laughs> so uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's always you're always learning, and that's what I love about comedy. You're always learning. And what, what about you, Amina? Who have you, or who do you look up to now as far as comics and and, and even comics from actors? Um, well, well, just to piggyback off what she said, um, that's what I like about comedy, too, because you're always learning about your craft and you're always learning about yourself, which makes it that much more enjoyable. Um, but I look up to, like, I have to say, I've been watching Eddie Murphy. Um, okay. And I really love him because he's, like, hilarious, of course, and um, his comedy is timeless, just like, you know, Richard Pryor. And, um... But also, he he had that sex appeal that I appreciate. <laughs> um, and um, yeah, who else I like? Um, yeah, Cat Williams is a good one. Uh, I've been watching Kevin Hart lately because I feel like you know he's a um, you know a hot rising uh, comedian, and um, he's a woman act with it, huh? Any any women comics that you look up to or comedians? Um, female comedians, um, I like Wanda Sykes a lot. Uh, I've been watching okay. Monique stand up. Uh, and then, like, we have female comedians here in New York that, um, you know, aren't really, like, you know, pioneers or, you know. Right, like, right. But um, they definitely, um, you know, show me the ropes in ways um, here. To name a few, Dale Harrison just was uh, on the Monique show. Um, then you got Hadia Robinson, and then um, another home brand down in Atlanta, um, Vanessa Fraction. So um, just to see them, you know, like on a regular um, is inspirational alone. But um, I like Ellen because she's really laid back. I watch her show, and I love, you know, watching her monologues on her show. Um, but my favorite, my favorite would definitely be. Um, Eddie Murphy, that's who I've been. And I love uh, Jerry Seinfeld because he's like a word wit and very, very witty. So um, I appreciate that, too. But just like she said, honestly, um, most comedians I enjoy watching, especially like where they're funny, but also because you can learn different approaches when you're opening, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, their body language, uh, their wordplay, their mixes, you know, stuff like that. So what has... um, more of a comedy connoisseur because um, I feel like a lot of people was like, oh, yeah, when I was six years old, I was in front of my family doing comedy. Honestly, for me, comedy's been like an itch that I've kind of ignored, and I'll watch a few bits, and I'll be like, oh, I feel like I could do that. And then eventually, um, honestly, I just woke up one day and was like, I'm just going to try it. So um, that's how it went for me. 
Well, what has the journey been like for both of you all with this being, you know, in a lack, of, lack of a better word, a man's world when it comes to a lot of these professions, especially comedy, what has that journey been like for you all um, coming up? Is it, is it, have you all been, not necessarily discriminated against, but do you see more favoritism towards men or is it something completely different? Um, oh, definitely. I have, um, like being here in New York, you'll have promoters who are putting together a show who will get work saying, I don't like female comedians. They don't know you, they've never seen your act, but they're just automatically like, I don't want any females on my lineup. So, um, and oh, wow. Yeah, definitely. And we're like the minority. Like, you'll have like, two women on a show, it's a bit mm-hmm. much for a show. Like, you can do an all-female lineup for, like, Mother's Day or Valentine's Day or any special occasion. But um, most of the time, it's, like, all men and maybe a female. Maybe, um, right? I, maybe just one. And <laughs> maybe you'll know who that is. Um, <laughs> it's really similar out here. It's... Uh, they're not so they're not so frank about it. Um, they'll you'll just you'll go to the dude with a list and he'll just kind of make a face like I don't. I mean, and then you like uh, people like to no out here to you, but they almost always mean no. Like if you apply for a job, you won't get a call back saying that they went with you know a more qualified candidate. You just won't hear. Um, so it's a, it's a lot of uh, a lot of like tips going around. Um, I guess I get a lot of my shows because I, <clears throat> I guess I suck up to the boys' club. Admittedly, um, I can hang out with dudes really easily, and so I, I use it as much as I can. Um, but I, I definitely like I realize, especially with my being gay, I make a lot of people uncomfortable. But I, I mean, like I think that adds to humor. You don't know what's gonna come out of my mouth. You don't know who I like, what I like, um, and it's just a lot of unexpected. And that yeah, and that that's the thing. It makes people nervous. Like they don't know what to expect from me. So when they're putting me on a list, you know, they don't they don't know what's going to happen to the room. But um, I right. love that experience. I want you to not know what's going to happen in this room. Like, so it's definitely you know it's definitely an uphill battle. But uh, if you know you'll meet you'll meet some dudes that like really don't care and like want everyone to get their shine and want everyone to get their their five minutes and show what they have. And I've, you know, I've met a lot of dudes out here. There's a dude out here named Brandon who, like, you know, my first day in L.A. was like, hey, you're a comic. Here's my number. These are the shows I'm going to be at. Come meet me, you know, and was just, you know, and, you know, we got in the door together because uh, we were both trying to hustle. So, uh, you know, sometimes yeah. you luck out like that. But it's definitely, like, it's definitely a boys club. And penis jokes are not fun for the record. <laughs> you said penis jokes are not fun for the record? They're not fun. I'm sorry. <laughs> Making a law, but being here in New York, like it's always that male comedian who's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna put you on. We go, you come over. Just write some material, like, and it's just, you know, you can clearly see their intent. Um, they right. want sexual favor, right. and you, I mean, quite honestly, you said you know, what? Has a, well, what I was gonna ask was, have men ever really like just just dispelled the reason why they didn't want women on their lineup? Or is it just because they just don't feel like a woman can do it? No, like, honestly, like, just talking about this promoter or whatever, um, no explanation. And then another male comedian would say that it's as if it's okay. Like, if that's his preference, that's his preference, fine. Like, you just got to roll with it. There's no explanation. That's just just what it is. 
Yes, it, it is. It's just like, and you just kind of you take it for face value. There's no, there's no like, there's no real reason to to like. You can't, you can't, you can't honestly say personal. like men are funnier, you know. And then to the point where if I this, I feel like even being in the in, entertainment industry, you're going to get a lot of rejection. You know, for what reasons? But, of course, could be you know downright wrong. But at the end of the day, you just got to keep it moving. Exactly. Right. Right. Now. Right now, Mina, you're actually um, your your comedy program in New York. Um, you yeah. know, as, as interesting as that may sound to somebody else, you're actually doing a lot more than just comedy. What are you, you know, what are you learning in this in in, in this program? Yeah. Um. So this program, well, initially I took a workshop. So it was like a four week workshop where we just strictly uh-huh. focused on the stand up. And then after a while, they presented this one year program, which I thought was a good idea. And, um, you know, a lot of comedians, like, even when I was asking for advice whether to, you know, do it or not, especially, like, with it being so expensive, um, you know, a lot of people have a negative uh, perception about comedy schools. Uh, and my, my my perception was just, like, why not? Um, um, after a while, like, the financial situation wasn't even an issue because I got uh, anonymous uh, funding and scholarships. Okay. So. Uh, that's how you know it kind of was in line for me. Well, I feel like it was in line for me to partake in it. But pretty much it's a nine-week program, and we're doing um, comedy writing, um, performance classes, acting, and improv. So um, at the end of the show, at the, at the end of the program, we're putting together an industry show where we're, um, you know, playing, doing our sketches that we wrote and also doing um, stand-up. But even in the program, we've taken classes for, like, uh, on-film commercials. We've done mock auditions for um, acting. Um, we've, nice. You know, it's just been a mix of anything. Like, I just feel like it's opened my mind a lot to the industry. Like, um, it reminds me sometimes of stuff that you just don't know about. Even if you even if you can fish for it, it was just it's a way where it's presented to you. And you're like, oh, I wouldn't even thought about that. So, um, and then it's discipline, too. You know, every Monday to Thursday, we're there from 6 to 9. And then also you're with a group of people that are trying to pursue, you know, um, the things that you're trying to pursue. And I feel like when you're around like-minded people, um, you only can benefit from that situation. And that was one thing that I was kind of looking for coming to New York. You know, like a lot of people will just shut you out and not include you. But in a sense, um, I was here alone. Like, you know, I came from like a... Being on the swim team, I was always around people, you know, even having a lot of friends back home. I was just always around people. Even having a twin sister, I was never alone. So um, it's kind of like a family, too. So right, I appreciate right. it. So right. And huge resources. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. You Is it, it my turn? Um, yeah, I was, I was actually going to say, um, if you're now tuning in, you're listening to Boston Speaks Radio. Laughing Out Loud, Black Feminine and Funny with Kelly B. and Amina Imani. Joining on the discussion at 347-202-591. Kelly, so you're you're working part-time at at a radio station in L.A. You know, what are you doing to keep your skills up? You know, Amina's doing her comedy program and and shows and stuff like that. I know you said you have, like, a hectic schedule. But what else are you doing besides that? Because if you really want something, nothing's going to really stop you from, from getting it right. Um, yeah, well I'm definitely I'm definitely approaching uh the comedy from, you know, a couple different uh mediums media 
I guess is the term. Um, I've got a little writer's group. It's a, it's just a lot of girls uh, who drink tea on Sunday afternoons, like around brunch time in the, that we wrote. Um, and it's uh, it's a lot of girls actually from Emerson College um, and NYU, um, interestingly enough. Um, and we, you know, we just, we talk. It's a great place to just, to, like, bounce ideas. Um, and they're honest with me because I because I've, I know them so well, especially at this point, that, like, when something is just not there, like, no one in the room has any problems, like, nah, like, try again. Like, it's not, like, no. Um, and that's what you need sometimes. You need to be brutally honest with you. You need someone to just be like, um, maybe change everything. And uh, I think that feedback is, like, what's helping me grow and become as funny as I can be. And I can be the funniest, you know, I've already decided. So, um, you know, making uh, strides, still making strides, still going forward. But definitely, you know, always, always writing. Um, I'm trying to get into the UCB, the Upright Citizens Brigade. Oh, nice. uh, which is like an improv theater. Uh, yeah. A couple of my friends are involved. It's expensive. A lot of things yeah. in LA are expensive. And on my part-time radio salary, believe it or not, I can't. I can't quite afford the class just yet. But um, I, I do. Uh, my my friend Katie is. Uh, she's on the third level now. And basically, yeah. I mean, like anytime I I have a minute to like go to her house, you know, we'll work on some improv things. She teaches me the games and like just gets my head rolling. I guess uh, a lot. It's like with improv. Like, you, you just always have to be thinking, and when you're on stage, you always have to be thinking. If you're not thinking, you're probably not being funny, and you're, or you're probably not engaged with the audience, and either of those things make for good comedy. So it just is a practice in, like, constant thinking. Right. Now, I mean, with that being said, for, for both of you ladies, what would you say to women that are pursuing this profession? Like, what, what are your wise words of wisdom from your own experiences recently? <laughs> Do it. Yeah. I think, uh, I mean, it's it's scary. It's scary to get out there and it's scary to get on stage because you feel really vulnerable. It's like you and a microphone. And I've never felt naked with a microphone. I've never felt alone with a microphone. Trust. Um, I love microphones. But, like, looking at into a sea of faces that, like, and all they're expecting from you is to make, make you, make them laugh, I guess. And, uh, um, in, in audiences that, like, are not aware of, like, comedy situation, um, in, like, the amateur situation, or even, like, you know, like, if you, if you take a date to a comedy show, you don't, you don't know what's going to be there, but you want them to make your date laugh, you know what I mean? Like, and so you have all of those, that pressure, those expectations just staring at you, and you just have to, you've got to, like, keep your, you have to keep your composure, and you just have to stay focused, and stay on top of it, and um, I guess, like, as soon as you get that, like, that's, like, the first big step, um, and, like, okay. and once you get through that, everything else, just doing it. And, and Amina, do you agree with what Kelly said about, you know? Yeah, definitely, I agree. Um, you know, talking about, you know, words of wisdom and motivation, um, that's, like, a huge part of my blog. Uh, you can find it on www aminaimani.wordpress.com, and I just talk about the stuff I learned because I know, like, I'm, 
you know, uh, you know, a year in in comedy, and um, I'm still learning, which is something I would definitely tell people to always keep learning. Um, that's how you grow. But just stuff that I realize on a day-to-day, you know, week-to-week basis, I put on my blog because um, I feel like someone can relate and someone who's just getting in. Like, I know for me, starting, I just I just didn't believe the concept, you know, of getting up on stage. Like, that's what just, just go up on stage and, like, just talk. You know what I'm saying? So, like, even to verbalize what I do now, um, which I was, you know, even afraid to do before, I feel like that in itself, you know, is, um, you know, words of wisdom to someone and they can relate and definitely use it in their, um, you know, search for what they're trying to do. But definitely, um, I say, yeah, listen, listen, and um, just definitely do it and, you know, just keep learning, just keep learning. Because there's always something to learn. It's always something to learn. I know I don't know it all. And I definitely don't try to act like I do. And I feel like that's the beauty of comedy in itself, you know, when you um, recognize that. Well, we have a caller on the line with a question. Her name is Stacy. Hey. Stacey, can you hear us? Hi, Stacey. Hi, ladies. How are you? <laughs> Kelly, Kelly V. Kelly Raxton. Yeah, how you doing? <laughs> K-Rex. So, um, okay, my question for you, Lisa, a great show. I've been listening um, for about the almost the whole hour. Um, so oh, great show. You. Definitely some great yeah. pointers. I'm not in comedy, but I definitely can relate to some of the points that you made. So my question is, since we're on the topic, what have you found to be your most, um, basically the things that you do have gotten you the most success thus far, whether it's, something inspirational that you read or just something that you do in your day-to-day that works for you? Do you want to go first, Tim? Yeah, go ahead. That's a great Thank question. You. That was a great question. That was a great question, Stacey. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, uh, can, I, can I take one? Yeah. All right. Uh, on my day-to-day, I definitely um, I like to start my day with a drawing. And that sounds weird. I'm really creatively uh, inclined, I think. And so uh, I usually, like, I'll just look out the window. I've got a beautiful bay window. It's my favorite thing about my Los Angeles apartment. And I'll just draw something. There's always, like, birds or, like, little kids playing in the parking lot across the street or just, um, just like, to open my mind up, like, um, creatively, just to, like, start seeing things uh, in a bigger way to, like, you know, make me notice colors, make me notice, like, what shoes this kid is wearing. Um, and, like, once I start my day like that, then, like, wh- whatever, you know, whatever I go outside and see, I'm just way more observant of. Uh, it's, it's like, it's exercise for the brain. Um, <laughs> so that's definitely, that's something that just keeps me up, just awake, just on it. Because uh, uh, I feel like as a comedian, uh, your brain is your weapon. Um, like, your voice is important, but comics have all sorts of voices. But what I do know about comics, especially ones that I like, is that they're smart and they're informed about the world around them uh, and care, you know, to comment on it. And so that's just something I try to, you know, just keep looking, keep my eyes open. So I like to draw. Like, that's what I do um, every every morning or at least by the afternoon, you know, something, just put it on paper. Got to put it on paper. I like okay. that. What about, you? what about you, Alina? That's nice, girl. I might need to start drawing, but, uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You got colors and you learn something new every day. But, um, pretty much, you know, my schedule is hectic, but on the train, I love to write 
just how I'm feeling, what I see. Uh, you know, honestly, I'll write down what happened the day before, like if I'm angry about it, you know, even your revenge, like I know that sounds like evil, but um, <laughs> sometimes, like honestly, sometimes like I would get upset by somebody and the best relief would be to write down what I would do if <laughs> I could do something about it. But uh, so I write stuff like that, and then sometimes that's even like a story. Um but every day, then I try to get online. Like honestly, Twitter, Twitter, uh, Twitter keeps me up on things too that um, I might not do myself. Um, I'm on Twitter, Amini Money. But um, you know, sometimes like the hot topic or whatever's being discussed, it's like, oh, let me mm-hmm. check into that, and then I go, and then you know, just to stay um, aware of what's happening. So that's good too. Um, and then, I mean, I know, like, a lot of comedians, like, the first thing you would hear from a vet is to go get the comedy Bible. Um, like, I started reading mm-hmm. it when I first started comedy. Um, that's mm-hmm. by Judy Carter. And um, yep. initially, I was reading, you know, straight through it, trying to get exercise and stuff. And now it's just a reference book. Like, I'll pick it up and I'll just open to a page and you'll have, like, either words or wisdom or just something that I have been thinking about and um, it will relate to it. So I find that good, too. And I also have another comedy writing book. It's also called The Basics of Comedy Writing. So I'll read into that, too. Um, I don't know the author, like, off the top of my head. So so Kelly draws, and and you read and do a lot of writing. Yeah, I do. do, Yeah, I try to, like, I'm trying to read a book, you know, every two weeks. I was just reading, um, you know, Richard Pryor's daughter book, um, which was good. Okay. the dreams that my that's bad too. I don't remember the title. Oh no worries. It's but it's no my it's my rain prior. <laughs> but honestly, okay. I, like just my other comedian friends, like books that um they will read, like they pass on to me. So I I find um that that helps me a lot too. And then just getting up, getting up. Like some nights, like I'll have like because I work early in the morning from six thirty to two thirty most days. And then um, I'll have class. In between that, I'll probably go to the gym. And then after that, like, I'm so exhausted. But, um, you know, some days I'll be like, oh, I'm too tired. And then I'll go to a show and end up getting up. And that was, like, the best decision that I made. So mm-hmm. it always happens that way. And it, and it usually happens that way. It usually happens that way. Um, but I, I want to make sure I, I, I get this last question in before you all, you know, because we only got a couple of minutes left. Um, Stacey, thank you again for your question. Um but, uh, well, now, thank you, ladies. Yeah, thank you. Um, now, first, blast off how people can keep in touch with you all, the website and Twitter and all that other stuff. Uh, Kelly, go ahead. How can they find you? Uh, that's a good question. Um, well, if you type in my name, you probably won't find my Facebook. I'm not sure why. I've been working on that for a little while. Kelly, you spell differently as well. Yes, uh, yeah. Uh, my name is Kelly Braxton. That's K-H-E-L-L-I-E. Uh, Braxton, like the singer, no relation. We're both from Maryland, though. And I kind of okay. think we're related, but, like, we're not going to get into that. <laughs> um, I'm going to call her up. We'll find out. We'll find out. Um, uh, the best way to reach me, though, I'm always on my Twitter uh, you can follow okay. me at BZEasy, which is B R E E Z Y E Z, or at Kelly B, uh, Kelly My Way, not uh, not so much with the Y. Uh, and uh, yeah, Twitter, Twitter me right now. Twitter okay. me. 
So tweet me. So we'll tweet you. So we got Breezy Easy and Kelly B, K-H-E-L-L-I-E-B. Um, and then what about you, Amina? Um, yeah, I'm on Twitter, Facebook, MySpace, LinkedIn. Um, I have my blog on WordPress. But I actually just um, created my website, um, built by me here with a smiley face. Um, this year, www.aminaimani.com. And I have, like, one clip from YouTube on there, but you also have a link that you can go to my YouTube page, and I have a few videos up where you can see um, – um, me doing stand up. So www.aminaimani.com, A M I N A H I M A N I.com. And it's okay. kind of like a one stop shop. You know, my bio's on there. I have photos, videos, and then also um, upcoming performances that I've actually been booked for here in New York. Um, so it's a one stop cool shop to find out everything going on with Amina. Pretty website. much. And then you can always, okay. you know, Facebook me and tweet me, you know. Okay. Now you know it wouldn't be right if I let y'all go without telling a joke. You know how when the oh. artists come on, <laughs> you know how artists come on, they always have to do freestyle. Um, we only got about like two minutes left. I need you all to, to, to tell me a joke. Kelly, go first. Go ahead. <laughs> go. Uh, all right. Keep, so tell me a joke. So. Funny thing about the train is that uh, you have to be on it, and it always, always, always sucks because uh, you're not going when you want to go usually. You're on someone else's schedule. But the other day, uh, I was on the train. There's a train in uh, L.A., of course. So I get on the train, and usually the train in L.A. is it's kind of it's a little trashy. Uh, most of the homeless people and the winos get on it. But uh, this one particular day, I get on the train, and uh, it's the day, of course, that I left my phone at home. So it's already a just it's the worst day. And I get on the phone, and it seems like there's a Verizon conference happening on the phone on this day. There's no winos. There's no uh, homeless people. It's like uh, the Brad Pitt elite with their shiny new cell phones, and there I am sitting there, no iPod, just chilling, just enjoying the view. And uh, I feel like that's that's kind of that's my life in a nutshell. It's the, the one day I'm not on top of it; everyone else is. So that's the, that's Kelly. B. That's Kelly B. Making fun of my mother. 
Oh my That's God, great. ladies, y'all are so fun. It's it was a pleasure. I um thank you, thank, thank you. you for joining me. It was a pleasure, yeah. Telling me that this is great. I wish you all um nothing but the best. Much success and power to you all. Uh, you may please enjoy your day. Make sure you check out Anini Imani's website. It's A-M-I-N-A-H-I-M-A-N-I.com. And you can find Kelly B on Twitter um, at Breezy Easy or spell her name, K-H-E-L-L-I-E Braxton, like like the singer Tony Braxton. Ladies, thank you so much again. Thank Thank you. you. Have a good time. Enjoy your day. Nice meeting you through the phone, Kelly. (laughs) (laughs) And I will definitely put you ladies in touch as well so y'all can kind of, you know, keep in touch and just kind of build that circle and and connect. Yeah, that would be Jamie. I uh, Googled you, um, and you're funny. I I like that you're also lazy. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I'm going to come down like jokes already. Yeah, I'm going to come down like two. I'm going to need somewhere to stay, though. Ladies, you all have a phenomenal day. All right, you too. Peace out. Bye. I have to thank the ladies again, my guests, Amina Imani and Kelly B. Ladies are too funny. Um, Now, the lesson to take away, of course, is to continue pursuing what you love, be dedicated, and sure you find a way to achieve your dream. I have to say thank you to all the listeners. You can catch this episode and other archive shows on brownskin.com, spelled B-R-N-S-K-N. And I'm also podcasting on iTunes. Just search Brownskin in your iTunes store. Tune in tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. as author, father, and spiritual being Aaron Anson takes us on the journey back to love with his new book, Minding, uh, Mind Your Life, Minding Your Own Life. You're listening to the Black History Month series on Brown Skin Speaks Radio. Until next time, Brown Skin Speaks.